Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode eight of Cadaver Lab presents The Slab. I'm Mike. And I am Sam. Yeah, that was more of a metal intro than we're used to doing. Oh, yeah, that was cool, dude. I'm, uh, I'm, uh, uh, Trying to copy off Steve from the Bonehand Heavy Half Hour. Let's rock! Yeah. <laughs> What's up, man? How's it going? Oh, dude, going, going good. Just, uh, just hanging out and um, just happy to be out of the black mold. And, no good. Um, that's that's and, always uh, good. Yeah, it's nice to be back in my basement. You may hear a little bit of an echo. I apologize. All the carpet's gone, and we're going to be getting that here in the next little bit. But uh, no, it's it's uh, it's going. Watching some flicks, doing some camping, uh, just living the dream. Nice, dude. You know what? I I tell you what. There's been something not to really ruin my weekend, yeah. but there's been something to do every single weekend for the last five. Five, five or something weeks. So, I mean, oh, it's like really? right when everything gets nice, you know, it rained here for a long time. So every weekend that has, you know, that I've had free or that, that I've had, basically, I've had to do something. And this weekend I have a, my, my wife's grandpa's getting married. And I have to oh, yeah. So she, she told me about that. Oh, my gosh. Sounds so, like an adventure. And I'm just saying, I want to, I want to go fishing, go out camping, man. It's, you know what? It's weird because, uh. It got it was perfect for a while. Now it's starting to get on the hot side. It is. It was really hot today. I actually went out golfing with my brother and brother in law uh-huh. right after work, and it was really hot up. We were up on the mountain up at Old Mill. Oh yeah, and it was really hot. Yeah, yeah. I, I miss spring apparently. <laughs> we're uh, we're seeing the flooding coming in Utah right now, but uh, you know we, right. we we weren't dumb enough to build by a river. I don't know people. Sometimes people yeah. are just dumb. Like people kept asking, "Hey, come do sand sandbags." I'm like, "Are you fucking kidding me? You're, I'm not going like, to go do it." Why do you think I didn't like, go by the river? I'm yeah. not going to do a sandbag. You're it dumb. Was, it was funny because, uh, uh, like, even at one of like the neighborhood get-togethers, we had a little get-together in the parking lot behind my house. There's a church there. It yeah. was people were making fun of. They were like, "Yeah, that's why we chose to live on a hill." And all, <laughs> exactly. all those fools down there, getting, yeah, dude. <laughs> And then people that live in West Valley, it's like, have you never heard of liquefaction? No. That's the, that's the first thing that I learned about when I was in, when I went to the University of Utah. Uh-huh. Was my first, my very first class I ever showed up to was earthquakes and volcanoes. And they said uh-huh. liquefaction would happen, which is because we're, the, the Great Salt Lake Valley is at the, there used to be a giant lake, Lake Bonneville, that covered this whole area. Mm-hmm. So the valley is actually a lake bottom that has like sand and some rock. And <clears throat> when an earthquake hits, it's going to heat up so much. That everything just falls in like quicksand and melts. Oh, excellent, dude! Yeah, that's probably gonna happen to my house. Out here I don't know. You're too. kind of up on that hill over there. You may be a little bit safe. I, you know, I don't know. Either way, you know what? Either way, what a cruel world! If it if is. that shit happens, I, I hope it takes me down. It's so funny because it's like, yeah, you see all these people, all these survivalists. Oh my gosh, we gotta, we're gonna, we're we're we're, we're gonna get all this food storage and we're gonna yeah. get all these weapons and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. But I'm like, if I have to freaking eat wheat and, and beans, I just take me. I was gonna say, just, just you know, me. I'll take one for the team if people can eat me. That's a great point. You know yeah. how delicious my ass tastes? Oh, dude, I bet it's so good. <laughs> you say that like you don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm just teasing. Us kid, <laughs> so awesome! Oh my gosh, dude! So uh, yeah, I, I watched the whole first season of Swamp Men, or what was you it? Did? Swamp People? I did Swamp People. Yeah, it's cool, dude. I mean, it's I know. Like, I, I I watched the first few, and I'm like, you know, this is actually pretty interesting. And I'm like, they can't just spend the whole time doing the same thing catching gators because you know they basically have their one or two techniques. Yeah, yeah. You know, but I watched the whole thing. I got into it and watched the whole thing. Oh, it's awesome. Oh, oh that's a big alligator. Yeah, exactly. Oh, shoot it. Shoot it. Shoot the alligator. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, yeah, because then you'll find yourself talking like a uh, Cajun. Like I, <laughs> I, I order lunch like a Cajun now. Oh, nice, dude. Yeah. I was, a... talk, I was talking to some guys at work about it, and they were like, in in uh, – we're like they, they they dared me to go into one of the uh, the erotic stores around here and and go buy a dildo talking in uh, talking my in a Cajun accent. Did you oh do it? no, freaking way, dude! <laughs> oh, that's a big one. That'll get the job done. <laughs> oh, that is so great. Oh, yeah, that show that show is just awesome. 
Oh, I don't know for was... whatever reason. I don't know why. It just is good. Well, it kind of reminds me of that River Monsters thing too. I need to check that a little out. Bit. Oh, it's great. River Monsters. Yeah. I actually like River Monsters a little bit better because he yeah. goes out. He talks about all these. I mean, yeah, anyway, we're, we're talking about horror movies here. But okay. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what though. That go check out River Monsters. Okay. It's really cool. I'm and, gonna check uh, that. Out. I've, I've seen every single one of them, so I'm kind of bummed. Yeah. But whatever. I love that they're all on the Netflix instant. And Netflix is the best. And now, dude, I hear that there's going to be some problems coming up with relicensing from different studios, things like that. But it's funny. My brother and I were talking about it the other day. He read an article when he was telling me about it. But uh, he's like, dude, I he he li- he likes to get into like all the like the new releases mm-hmm. and stuff like that. He goes, mm-hmm. sucks if you want new releases because you don't get them forever. And I'm like, dude, I freaking love Netflix. He goes, yeah. Because yeah. if you like horror movies, especially old shitty horror movies, you <laughs> love Netflix. And I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah, well, right. it's so true. I mean. You're right. The thing about it is is, is if, if the studios are going to hold out and they're going to try and – I don't know what they're going to do. I mean, all they're doing is they're trying to hold out for more money from Netflix. Well, here, well here's the deal. I think they set up – I mean, in, in from what my brother was telling me, they set up all sorts of – pretty sweet contracts for for netflix because you know it wasn't that big a deal back in the mm-hmm, day and all of a sudden mm-hmm. okay netflix hit and it's huge yeah and now they're they're looking they're saying wow you know we and i'm sure they keep track of how many times each each one of their movies is watched mm-hmm. and all this stuff they probably yeah. figured it out and they're like man we need more money we need more money for this i'll tell you what though it's it's pretty cool i don't know how to get a movie on there but i actually know people who have movies on there well, we're gonna have to do that with your green screen. Oh well, we will be on there. We will be on Netflix one day. Yes, we'll be like Mister Mister Netflix. I assume it's it's a family business, and he's uh-huh, named uh-huh, and it's named uh-huh. after the owner, Mister Netflix. We won't even have to license anything, you know. Right. And, and all we have to do is create a kick ass like like cover. Yep. And uh, and then uh, you made it. For instance, I just watched a movie called. Uh, um, the night Evelyn came back from the grave, or so, uh, something similar. Yeah. And man, I, I bought—I actually bought the Pure Terror Mill Creek fifty pack, you know. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And and I'm like, oh, my, and I was like looking up all these movies, and I, and I saw the cover for the night Evelyn came back from the grave, and I'm like, this is badass. I watched it. <laughs> it, it it was okay. I mean, yeah. You know, it wasn't like it wasn't terrible, but yeah. uh, I mean, if you like redhead boobies, then there you go. Well, there you go. I mean, that was good in that regard. Well, I think, you know, we're making our movie run, Butch, run. So uh, um, it's going to dominate. So I think that'll be up there. Uh, oh, yeah. It's funny because uh, my wife decided that she's going to steal my camera. Oh, so really? She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, you have to let me use that. And I'm like, no, no, this is, I want to take care of it. She's like, nope. It's either use it. And she was being kind of a brat about it. And I'm like, whatever. Yeah. I go, fine. Then I'm just going to go buy me a new one. So I bought a new one. You did? An even better one. And oh, that's so it's, awesome. It's, it's going to be pretty fun. Hopefully yeah. we get some Cadaver Lab stuff going pretty pretty quick. Yes, we need to. we got so many ideas just bristling from our minds. Well, and it's so funny because it's like, yeah, they're, they're going to make us laugh. Yeah, well, that's <laughs> and, the thing. And that's it. <laughs> yeah. We'll think it's funny. People are like, these guys are messed up. Oh, and you know what? I, I would be disappointed in us if it were any other way, oh, for man. sure. Well, I'll tell you, when we did our little production in high school that we showed to a whole bunch of people, yeah. uh, we, we got some good reviews there. People really thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, well, that's because everyone was in high school. Well, it was kind and... of a mix of, it was jackass before its time with a little political, uh, you know, political stuff mixed in. <laughs> sure. And uh, it was just, it was cutting edge, dude. It was way before its time. Yeah, I just I just hope that uh, all those, that, that since I haven't really matured, emotionally or mentally since then maybe if no one else has they'll still enjoy it but whatever yeah well maybe the little teeny boppers will think we're hilarious yeah buddy and that's who that's that's who you want to impress is teeny boppers that's right they're they're the ones spending their mommy and daddy's money or pirating stuff oh those bastards yeah suckers (laughs) all right all right i guess i guess there goes my hopes and dreams (laughs) uh whatever uh one thing we we made a brand new facebook page for cadaver lab Yep. So I wanted. I just wanted to throw that out there. I don't. Okay. So here, here's the deal with Facebook pages. I could go and add every single one of my friends, mm-hmm. you know, and then they start getting all the emails. But I don't want to be a dick, yeah. you know. I added some people like that I really that I know personally or whatever mm-hmm. that I you mm-hmm. know whatever. But 
I, you know, I didn't want to go through all of my friends and ads, so just go, do me a favor. Go to cadaverlab.com, and at the top left, you'll see a link to a – well, in the, in the left margin anyway, you'll see a link to uh, our official Facebook page. Go there and join up because I think – I hate to say it, but, I, but Gracie's poppy, but I think this is going to kind of take over for the forums a little <laughs> bit <laughs> after all that work. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's just uh, – listen, we, you know what? We need to just kind of get with the times. The, the, the forums have their place, and I think it's kind of kind of interesting. But, man, anymore, it's just so easy to get Facebook. Well, the forums aren't on my phone, and I think that's exactly. the, big, the biggest thing. You know, and, the, and, you know, there may be a PHP BB phone application for Android, but, you know, it's it's just a little – but when it's on my – when it's on Facebook, it's like I could I can respond from anywhere. Well, and that's, how, that's exactly my, my point because I can't, I can't access the, the page from work. Um, unless I get on my phone and then I have to mess around with it to make it work. But if I have Facebook and there's a Facebook page where we can start getting on topics and stuff, absolutely, right. that is so much easier for me. Absolutely, and, and, you know that. There you go. Well, I mean, I, I can get on the forums with, with uh, my, you know, just a browser in my phone, but it's mm-hmm. just not built for mobile. Exactly. And that's you know, it becomes a little cumbersome. But anyway, yeah. go over there, check it out. Uh, Gracie's Poppy is the new king of our Facebook page. Awesome. It's definitely appropriate. <laughs> awesome uh i you know how last episode we were having all sorts of technical difficulties yeah what a mess well, that sucked balls but i forgot terrible. to put in a death scene so what i'm gonna do at the end of this one there will be a death scene so also oh, people were pissed huh no well i don't there's think a death scene pissed. here and it's actually sam's computer because it's an ass <laughs> well <laughs> we, yeah we fixed it all up yeah we did so I, and props to mike for being smart enough to be able to do all that for me so <laughs> i'm now back on <laughs> I'm just like a I'm just like a retarded little brother. Yeah, I was I was just gonna say I don't know if it's my smartness or your retardedness. It's I'm retarded, and I just I'm like along for the ride. That you know you're just nice enough to bring me along. Oh, it's so sweet. I'm a nice guy, dude. Well, uh, let's see. Is there anything else you want to talk about, or you want to get to it? Right now, I am really pumped to talk about this movie. Well, the movie that we, you know what, we won't, we won't let everybody, we, we won't make them hold their breath anymore. The oh, do movie, they not know? We're gonna do be they not know what we're doing? What, what's they don't that? Know we're, they don't know which one we're doing? I don't think I've mentioned it yet. Oh. Anyway, uh, it's uh, Videodrome from 1983. And remember when, uh, remember when we did The Brood? Yes. Basically, I said, uh, yeah, David Cronenberg <clears throat> was made for the slab. This, yes. This is just another example of that. This this is a freaking <laughs> movie made for the slab, 1983. Uh, it, it's a uh, IMDb gave it a 7.3. You know, this is another. What? what? You're kidding. You're kidding. 7.3. No way. Is that I good never, or bad? I never would have guessed that. High or low? Well, no, that's way higher than I thought. I mean, oh, I like yeah. I like the movie. We'll get into it, uh-huh. but I never would have thought that other people were giving that a seven point three. Listen, I think anything where there is an eight inch belly vagina okay. <laughs> needs to be above at least a seven. Listen, I think so. Of course, there it should be, but that's just not typical people. Don't no, it. well, maybe typical people aren't the ones who've watched it and are going to. Great going point. To, yeah. Anyway. Good point. Uh, this is. I mean, he Cronenberg uh, is old school Canadian. I mean, uh, obviously, he's been around forever, but uh, I'll tell you what, Cadaver Lab, we've been doing Canadian movies like it was our freaking job. Especially on the slab. Well, yeah, you, we, we did Hobo with the Shotgun. Me and Johnny uh-huh. did Dead Hooker in a Trunk uh-huh. and Bong of the Dead, uh-huh. which, was, uh, which, was, which is what we just did. And uh, those are all Canadian. We're, we're now the Canada cast. That's awesome. I've been watching uh, Trailer Park Boys a little bit. Oh my gosh, freaking! I'm, o- I'm only in like five episodes, but it's I picture fun. that's how all Canada is. <laughs> uh, so I, yeah, I, they're all bubbles. It's all bubbles, and yeah. uh, and what's oh, what's the other dude's name? Ricky. Ricky. Well, and I figure, listen, if they're if they're not in the trailer park, they're busy like rioting in Vancouver around some mm-hmm. lame. You know, I, the Canadians should be disappointed. They they have one thing. One sport, hockey, and they suck at it. Well, and then they they loot and they destroy and uh, and that's what I'm saying. Yeah, idiots. What? Anyway, (laughs) uh, budget five point nine million. You know what? You know why we said that, don't you? It's because we're 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 uh, we're just sitting here thinking. You know what? USA, USA. You know. So we had to put them down after being so complimentary of Canadians. That's exactly right. Keep it even. Exactly. Put them in their place. 
now so now we're like on an even keel with canada Mm -hmm. in the Mm -hmm. cast (laughs) oh let's see where am i uh this movie star james woods as uh man was he ugly back then or what He's always ugly, dude. He's not he's, that ugly. He was really yeah, he ugly. Is. In this he's movie. got like a really pock marked, scarred face now. Well, oh, I don't know. He just looked. He had like the buck teeth. Anyway, it doesn't matter. He's he's in a movie and he had naked sex with Deborah Harry. But uh, dude, you yeah. know what's funny about that what? is is I didn't I didn't look to see who everybody was, uh-huh. and and I don't I don't I didn't know this, but I was like, I swear that's the chick from Blondie. Yeah, I'm like, no, she wouldn't have been in movies. And it wasn't until I was trying to do the, uh, I got on there to just confirm my six degrees uh-huh. that that I was like, oh my gosh, it really was the chick from Blondie. It can't be her. She has reddish brown hair in this movie. It's like that's that's just a rip off of. There's no way. So anyway, <laughs> I was really surprised. That's cool though. I didn't know that. You know what? I think she. I I don't think I ever gave her as much uh, credit for being as hot as she is. But yeah, uh, whatever. Uh, let's see. James Woods plays Max Renz. Sonia Smits plays Bianca Oblivion. Uh, Deborah Harry played Nikki Brand. And let me tell you how stupid I am, by the way. I'm sitting here watching this, and I'm trying to remember her name. In the and I and I was just like, oh crap, what's her name? And I and I said Harry, Deborah, you know. And oh. so and then I thought Harry Deborah, and then made me laugh because it sounds like like hey, come check out my Harry Deborah, and I'm an <laughs> idiot. <laughs> But, that's awesome dude i'm an idiot but anyway uh, i'm gonna start saying that that's <laughs> going up on the facebook keep your show, harry deborah out of my face show me your harry deborah sick uh let's see we had uh, peter Dvorsky as harlan leslie carlson as barry convex nice. and uh jack creeley as brian oblivion mm-hmm Oh, and one more. Uh, Lynn Gorman as the hottest girl in the show, Masha. Oh, jeez. Nothing. Man, she was... No. Uh, anyways, yeah, I didn't I didn't like her face very much. Let's just leave it at that. Yeah. All right, so let's go a little bit over the plot. And here, here's the thing. I don't, I don't really... I don't really... Um, I, I, pretty much, I'll bet you most people who are listening to this show have seen this movie... But I don't. I mean, let's let's just stay stay away from spoilers in you know in, in you know what goes on and whatever. But I just I, I just want to because I think again this is we could get into trying to describe every little thing in this mm-hmm. movie, mm-hmm. and we're not going to do it justice. Right. But okay. Anyway, let's just get started. Uh, okay. James Woods plays Max Wren. He's a, a sleazy president of some cable channel called Civic TV uh, mm-hmm. in Toronto. Uh, basically, he is this guy going around looking for the next quote-unquote shocking programs to put on his TV. It seems like he, you know, he, he's uh, you know putting on uh, Asian softcore, you know, mm-hmm. all sorts yeah. of weird stuff. Well, you know, he's shopping. Even, he's shopping for a lot of stuff, and that happens to be. Right, it happens to be what he's looking at, but yeah, it's just all sorts of weird stuff like that. You know, and and, and apparently he's got some, you know, uh, some kind of a reputation for it. I mean, I mean, he's a guy that says this Asian softcore is not shocking enough for mm-hmm. for his, you know, channel late at night. Um, anyway, he has a tech guy named uh, Harlan. Uh, I guess what he has this guy doing is scanning all the satellite waves to try to find new shows to, you know, to stick on. Uh, his channel and mm-hmm. uh, Harlan actually comes up, finds this thing where basically what it is, they find it. It's kind of, they're watching it and there's a bunch of, you know, uh, Asian looking people, I guess. And, uh, they're, they're kind of nothing but this, the reddish room in the show has no plot, no real characters. No, I mean, no real lines or anything like that. All it is is torture. You know, these guys are just torturing this naked lady and, mm-hmm. uh, and, and what Max thinks staged murder. Yeah. But uh, they figure out ah, it comes from Malaysia, you know, and all sorts of weird shit comes from places that we don't know and understand, so that makes sense. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Max asked Carlin, hey, start pirating this show. Let, you know, let, let's get to know more about it. Um, but anyway, uh, it moves on. Max shows up on a talk show where the host is just, is just kind of 
kind of trying, I think, to put the screws on on Max's and his shocking and sexual, violent content. Is it good for the, you know, is it good for the uh, the, the community for the kids who are watching? And of course, you know, it's it's the same argument that's been going on. Hey, at least, you know, at least they're not out there doing it; they're just watching right. it, stuff like that. But anyway, other guests on the show are Nikki Brand, who is Deborah Harry, and she's a psychiatrist. And there's also some weird dude who will only appear on TV on TV. Like they, right. they actually bring a TV with him on it and, you know, they put in and they just kind of prop him up as a guest there because right. uh, he's kind of some weird, like, I don't know, like, um, like maybe a just kind of a pop culture analyst mm-hmm. who and he thinks that he has this weird theory about how uh, television in the future will supplant real life and, you know, perception um, is reality. And since people only perceive what they see on TV, you know, is so basically, um, you know, that, that's, what's going to take over. That's quote unquote, I guess the new flesh, which they talk about a lot, you know, and as, as I was watching this scene, tell me, tell me what you think. Um, I kind of thought, wow, you know, Cronenberg had this, had it right, you know, except for, instead of TV, it was like online presence. He was, yeah. Oblivion was talking about how people won't go by their real names anymore. Yes. How they'll have like avatars, basically. Isn't that so strange? That well, it's it, so it's so weird because I thought the same thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, this was made in 1984. I don't or 83. Mm-hmm. I don't think anyone knew. I'm sure the military was using a sort of internet or getting to that point. Well, I, I can't believe that he called his shot like that, and it was just mm-hmm. it just happened to be a separate medium that that he hadn't thought of yet, or nobody had really thought of. Which is right. crazy, and, he, and, yeah. I, and I and I thought it was just pretty <clears throat> interesting. I mean, I guess that's, I guess that's kind of a statement about uh, about humans in general and, and human nature. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. because even though he got the medium wrong, he kind of called the the uh, you know the behavior patterns. Well, and yeah, and you think about this guy going out and he created a television station looking for weird stuff to go ahead and put up that people would subscribe to. Well, mm-hmm. you look at the internet, you can now get anything you want on there, and it's what people subscribe to. I mean, you can find anything that you can think of is out there. And so, I mean, if you look at it that way, this movie was an ab- absolute before-its-time type program. Well, it, I mean, it was you know crazy. what I, I also found was kind of kind of strange or interesting was the fact that the argument that Max was putting out is the same one that we, that we hear a lot today. Like from, mm-hmm. you know, we have, uh, you know, it's just an outlet type of deal. You know, you know, the Marilyn Manson's quote unquote, the, you mm-hmm. know, whatever you have, it's, it's just, a, I guess it's just, it, the argument's been around forever, you know? Yep. And, uh, you know, and it's so funny because, you know, not to get on off of too much of a tangent, but the thing is, is I remember like when Saw and all those came out, and everybody's freaking out. This is the degradation of, of, uh, of you know, human culture and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's so funny because you look back movies in the seventies, like you know the the last house on the left or the house at the edge of the park or you know all sorts of other stuff like that. Yeah. It was just as bad. Right. And you know, I mean, obviously, it's it's uh, those movies weren't as mainstream as as uh, Saw were in, in those things, but they were still out there. Mm-hmm. You know, it, I I don't know, not to get too big into it, but I it, it it just kind of brought up a bunch of stuff in my head as I was watching yep. this. All right, so back to the actual movie instead of that big long tangent that we went on there. Uh, <laughs> it actually turns out that Nikki uh, is a pretty kinky sadomasochist. And, uh, yeah, so, uh, um, naturally Max, I guess, just feels like he wants to date her and then they, they do some awesome freaky stuff. He pokes her with, (laughs) in the ear, he, he he gives her another piercing on the ear. Dude, that was, that, those, that had to be real piercings. Well, and how how do you fake that? I don't know, but I hated it when he licked the, the freaking needles afterward. Pre-AIDS. Because, well, well, all I'm saying, yeah, maybe. But I, I'm just saying, a girl who's into all that stuff, who slept with you really quickly, I don't know. I'm just yeah, I, I'm I, just don't I, I, I don't know. I don't listen. Probably, I, I don't want to sound judgmental. I just want to sound careful. That's I like that. Anyway, so basically, Max shows Nikki Videodrome, and she gets aroused sexually, and they have some fun times. 
Yeah. Anyways, back at the station, uh, uh, Harlan, after doing some other some more research, figures out that there was a trick delay put on the signal, and it's not from Malaysia. It's actually from Pittsburgh, which is only about five and a half hours away from from where they are in Toronto. Um, Mac Max tells Nikki that it's only in Pittsburgh, and she actually takes off because she thinks the whole video drum thing is made for her. Obviously, I I assume that she thinks it's all fake at that point. Anyway, so she's gone for a while. Max hasn't heard from her in a little while. Uh, Max actually contacts a woman named Masha to find out uh, more about Videodrome. And uh, how would you describe Masha? Um, she was uh, a chronic smoker. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she had a really deep, manly voice. Well, sure. And, uh, and uh, she really was beaten. I mean, she, she just looked like she had lived a life. But she was like a... She was like a uh, uh, a soft core porn queen, where right. she was like trying to go do artistic porn right. type thing. You were looking more for what uh, not less physical and more uh, philosophical, weren't you? No, no, no. I, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not like trying to like steer your answers. I just get quite. There's come on. There's no like well, ulterior the, motive. I, I wouldn't have gone into the physical other than I was horrified when she woke up in someone's bed later. Yes. Uh, that's so. So then I was like, holy shit! How does that? That would be terrible. <laughs> so so then so now I'm in the mode of thinking about her physically. So well, and after a while, it, it, this being a body horror movie by Cronin. I mean, it's almost impossible not to think about, you know, how everyone looks naked and stuff. But anyway, yeah, that's true. Um, it, it, apparently, Masha has some kind of of uh, she she's on the pulse of the underground, you know, porn industry or whatever. And she actually come, finds out that 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 not only is Videodrome not fake. But it's part of some kind of political movement. With, you know, they may have some uh, political violent. Uh, philosophy behind it and uh, she also says that professor oblivion knows something about it mm-hmm. anyhow max goes to visit professor <clears throat> oblivion uh he he actually goes in and tries to find him at the cathode ray mission now mm-hmm. this is bizarre it's it's basically what he does is it's a homeless mission except for not only does he get him clothes and uh um, food to eat but he also you know sticks him in these really like thrown together cubicle-esque you know partitions to watch these tvs because basically what he thinks is if you can't that, that, that since the world is going to be all about what's on television and, and that's going to be the whole new you know way of life those who can't watch television will be left behind you know because that's 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 basically the only way that you will live on that's right um, Oblivion's daughter, Bianca, is actually running the mission, helping her father. I guess she buys into his philosophies um, and actually is kind of his uh, his proxy because Oblivion won't talk to Max directly. It's bizarre because uh, Max goes and talks to her and just says, hey, listen, here's, you know, here's what I want to say to to oblivion and he takes off and she ba- well before he takes off he ba- she basically says, listen, if, if he's interested in responding to you, he'll send you a videotape. Yeah, you know, and eventually he does send a videotape. Um, Oblivion informs him that the Videodrome is just is apparently some kind of like a, a political or social battleground of types, mm-hmm. where a, there's a war going on for the minds of all the people, you know, in North America specifically. For some reason, I remember I remember thinking that's weird. I don't know. I yeah. don't want to go for the world anyway. Um, so after a while, you know. Max actually starts experiencing migraines and hallucinations, and that's when the whole stomach vagina thing comes in. Yeah, dude. And it's it's funny because apparently, you know, when you get a stomach vagina, it's actually just a VCR. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a handy place to hide little things too, like guns. That's right. Later on. Yep. Yep. You know, he he. Anyways, he 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 starts. He, he, Freaks out, of course. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. Starts talking to Bianca about it. Bianca says it's the side effects from having watched a Videodrome, which is weird because it has some kind of a malicious broadcast signal that uh, causes the viewer to develop a malignant brain tumor. How nice. Yeah, well, and, you know, I've got to mention, I I learned a lot about our uh, soft-natured other sex friends, uh, the women Uh out there. Just that, I mean, now I gotta watch out all the time because I never know what they're tucking where. Oh, dude, that's that's a great. Uh, that is this, that is scary. This, it opened my eyes. <laughs> so, I, but I'm now informed. I can watch out for stuff like that, and I think that uh, 
you know, when uh, when women in my office reach under their desk when I'm talking to them, I'll, I'll probably <laughs> kick them in the face just because I'm not sure what they're reaching for. Nice, dude. Yep. Oh, I would say kick in the face is a first option always <laughs> because because the the results can be deadly. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Anyway, okay, so I guess basically what happened, and correct me if I'm wrong, but um, Oblivion wanted to use this Videodrome for his – you know, for it to, to, to push his philosophies and whatever, but it didn't quite work out that way. And mm-hmm. his partners were, you know, figured out what's going on and what Videodrome actually does to people. Mm-hmm. And so they decided they're going to take this and they're going to weaponize it and, you know, start to take over. And, right. uh, you know, for their... Nef- well, they, they, picked, they picked North America because Harlan said that North America, the, the mines of North America are weak. That's right. That's, so that, that's why they picked North America. Okay. Just, I mean, that's what I took out of it. Well, and that's easy to do. When you get a when you get a brain tumor by watching some uh, snuff films, absolutely. And I gotta say that the only reason why North America is weak is because we have Canada latched on. <laughs> so it all like, averages out. Oh yeah, man. It thank you, out. thank you for really for helping me out with my. We, we've been giving too much love to those guys. I know. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so it turns out that well, I don't know. This is a part I don't know. You know what Oblivion's been up to lately. That's kind of a. That's kind of a spoiler territory, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. and, and it turns out to be kind of an interesting thing, kind of a far out there type of deal. But, but I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, I think it's uh, as far out as pulsating uh, videotapes. Well, sure. Yeah. And so. I, I think they do pulsating videotapes and stomach vaginas so that uh, key plot points later on in the movie don't seem so strange. <laughs> yeah, it's got to be because, I mean, literally, this is this is about the point where I was just lost. I'm like, what the hell is going on? I can't tell what's real, what's not, what's attached where, right. what's going where, how they're doing it. I'm just like, is this metaphorical or is this literal? I just don't know. Well, and, yeah, it doesn't really clear up much later on. No. Um, you know, a couple things that I don't, like I said, I don't want to get into too spoiler territory too much, but there's, uh, we find out that the, that, uh, the people who were going to weaponize this were, were called, I don't know if that's exactly what they were going to do specifically, but, um, it's, it's the, they're, they're they were in the spectacular optical Cor- corporation, which is, I guess is a eyeglasses company, but it actually, um, is a front for the government, or some mm-hmm. other kind of weapons mm-hmm. manufacturer. And yeah. it turns out that uh, Barry Convex has had moles around Max. And mm-hmm. uh, basically it's up to him to morally and ide- ideologically purge North America by giving them brain tumors because, uh, you know, just to the people who are such low lives that focus on sex and violence. That's and, right. And all this stuff. And so, so basically that's, yeah, that, that's what it is. Yeah. Anyhow, so... Um, you know, the kind of the final act of the movie, uh, Max comes under some kind of weird videodrome induced hypnosis, you know, and he becomes an assassin for, you know, one side and then another side. And then it kind of gets a little crazy. Um, what's her name? Nikki makes a comeback and, in, in mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, I don't know. I think, I think that's basically all I really, all we really yeah. want to say. Anything, anything that feel like I missed? No, I think that's good. I, that's a that's a very good way to, to go into it to pique interest if you've not seen this. Right. Um, and uh, yeah, no typical Cronenberg twists and turns and not holding back on trying to get a point across. Really, just but but whatever his point is, I don't know what the hell he's doing. Yeah. Well, and I and I think that's a little bit. I, I think that can can be interpreted a little bit differently. But I I, I don't know, or, or you know exactly what happened. I mean, and there's a lot of talk about long live the new flesh and. And right. yada yada yada, and, there, and there's a and there's a, a bunch of stuff there. Um, I did notice one thing, uh, and, and this was I mean this was kind of in the way back machine. Uh, mm-hmm. The TVs were remember those big old console TVs? Yeah, those yeah. were bad. They, they they looked like wood. Yes, you know, they were all over in this place, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, a lot of the videotapes they used were Betamax. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I guess the reason for that is VHS or you know tapes are physically bigger and and uh, apparently uh, um, Max's stomach vagina was too tight to stick a VHS in. Yeah, he was he was kind of a stomach vagina virgin. Yeah, so, so I mean, you know um, you don't want to really hurt him. <laughs> no, I mean you got to take it easy on stuff like that. So. Well, well, sure. Yeah, I mean it's sensitive. Uh, also, in in wonderful Cronenberg style, there was a, a couple of penis guns. You know? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I thought that they definitely looked like penis guns. <laughs> oh yeah. Like that's exactly what they're going for there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. 
Uh, well, okay. So, what'd you think, man? So I enjoyed this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I liked it. I, you know, and when I first saw it as a Cronenberg, I'm like, oh, I better get ready to hide that I've ever seen this movie. But you know, you get into it, and and um, I, I like James Woods. Right, I think me too. He's, he's good in what he does, and um, you know, I, I was entertained. I thought it was good, and and there was, like you said, once you kind of draw that conclusion that oh my gosh, we're talking about TV here, but you know, right. while it's far fetched thinking the TV went that way. The internet is absolutely that way. I, I thought it made it even more interesting to kind of see just how, how things kind of go. I mean, you could take it all the way to, you know, the, the psychosis that, that Max encounters. Right. You know, you talk about people that take the internet way too far. You know, I'm not going to crack on people that, that live in Second Life. <laughs> Wait a second. Wait a second. Yes, Don't, yes, I am. Uh, yeah, I am going to crack on that not shit. Not to get I too mean, specific. Yeah, no, but, uh, you know, there, there's all sorts of things you can get lost in doing and just take it away way too far well, and you know what the thing is is it's like i don't even i don't even know if that's that's um to the extent i mean i think that's like an obvious like an obvious blatant uh mm-hmm. uh example of i think what cronenberg was talking about here but i mean wh- what about what about like creating like an online empire like cadaver lab you know because I mean, <laughs> no no seriously I mean, it's not like I, I mean, I'm a different. I mean, I don't know if I'm a different. I don't really think I'm a different person, but it's almost like a different identity. You no, know? it is because no, it's like I mean, it, I, mean yeah. I don't, I don't like any people I really know. I think the uh-huh. uh, you know don't. I, I mean, I'm not my whole Facebook thing and Twitter and all that. I don't really yeah. have people that I know personally, except yeah. for you and my brother, right. that I haven't met somehow through the show because of and the that, show. And I'm the same way. I mean, that's just. But but the thing is, is it's a place where people with like-minded likes and dislikes can come together. So, no, this is, I mean, absolutely what you're talking about. But if you think of, and we went back, I think we talked about this snuff thing that I watched uh-huh. a while ago. and this kind of Which I started, by the way, but I haven't finished it. Yeah, dude. So, I t- touched on some of the same themes. But, you know, the problem you have is in a society where all these people can meet. And, and, and this goes back to when we did the uh, episode on... Um, cannibals mm-hmm. and we had i can't remember what it was called but you had the german guys that, oh yeah yeah true story yeah which which one guy found another guy one wanted to eat people and the other one wanted to be eaten you know nowadays you can bring all that through and find that kind of stuff on the internet and unfortunately you know i don't know that the, i would assume that all this terrible things when i'm talking about snuff films and mm-hmm. stuff have, have gone on however it creates more of an appetite now because there's more people that that aren't aren't satiated with maybe some softer stuff that are now able to get the harder stuff, sure. which, you know, is that, okay, so which came first, the chicken or the egg? I mean, is it, do people have more of an appetite for it because it's available or is, is it, it available, available because, be, right. because people have that appetite? So, you know, it's, it's, it is an interesting concept. I don't know that we hide behind avatars, but I think there are definitely people well, that do. Well, the thing is, is, I mean, I mean, I see, I see your point too, but I also, but I also think it's like people create their, uh, like their own identity. You know, mm-hmm. online, just a whole different thing. And I think that that's what uh, uh, Professor Oblivion was doing by mm-hmm. only appearing on TV, on TV, mm-hmm. you know, in, mm-hmm. in that type of thing. It's like, you know, I mean, obviously we find out the reason why later that, that you know, specifically why he did that. Mm-hmm. But it's, I mean, it's just interesting that people can be whoever, completely different people, you know, live a you know a completely different life than you know whatever because i don't but, know but let, but let me ask you this mm-hmm. so which one is more real and i think that's where you get down to where where Cronenberg was going exactly so so let's talk about you know okay so is your online where you can hide behind it is that what's more real mm-hmm. or is is the one that you put up for show that's more acceptable in society i mean is that more you yeah, well you know, who, there, I, I i go back to that story that i learned in philosophy about this king that came upon came upon a ring mm-hmm. that would literally make him invisible and he could get away with doing whatever he wanted to. Right. And the question was asked and, and people believe it. The philosophy is out there that human nature says that if you had that same opportunity, you would do it. You would use that for evil um, all the time, every single time. Well, I mean, it'd start out, it'd start out with, with doing maybe, you know, not, not necessarily evil, but maybe mischief, but eventually it would be used for evil because if you're not going to get caught, Mm-hmm. And you have that that power, and you um, keep pushing that, it and pushing and it. You would, and human nature says you would. So, I don't know. I, you know, I don't know if if uh, you know. Maybe there is a point that society is is becoming more and more debased 
um, just because just because of, of issues like that. I don't know. It's an interesting you know, question. And, and again, you're right. The chicken versus the egg thing. I mean, I said back in the 70s, there were movies just as bad now. Who knows, mm-hmm. you know, if a whole different generation would have gone through the same thing. Uh, you know, right. I think it's true. I think it's, you know, I think it's all, I don't know. I mean, it's it, it's very interesting that Cronenberg brings this this whole thing up, you know, mm-hmm. back in 1983 when you know mm-hmm. I mean TV it wasn't like a new technology or anything like that necessarily. Well, cable TV was just starting to get big. Well, that's true. Cable, cable, like how we didn't ca- get cable for a long time. Yeah, we but, we never had it when I was growing up. It wasn't until I was off and married that we had it. But mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I remember going over to a buddy's house and watching MTV. Yeah, uh, in in the early '80s, and uh, you know, so it's—I mean—it's fairly new. But you look at how far it's come in the last 30 years. Oh, I mean, yeah. we are way, way farther out there. Uh, you know what? I just can't wait for um, lady dolls, what? real lady dolls. To oh, uh, yeah, and then I've seen it. I've seen a guy that that has that. It was like on a commercial. Well, they need to become more. Taboo. Technology needs to get up, get get catching up, so they they're more affordable. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my oh no! For cleaning, for oh, for oh, for cleaning oh. and babysitting. What did you oh, that's think? So much better. What did you think Absolutely. I was going to no. use it for? You dick. Well, I I don't know. When you say lady dolls, I'm... uh, well, because I'm I'm a raging sexist, and I figure, I figure, I, I figure that house cleaning and uh, and uh, watching the kids' is lady work. Which reminds me, do you know what? It's so funny. My kids ask me to, this is totally off subject, but, well, kind of off subject. Every time we get in the car, my kids want me to play Mr. Bungle after school special. Have you heard that song? Uh-huh. And, and, and they like it at the end when that little alien voice uh, says to stop tickling me. Right. That's, that's the best part. But that whole song is about that my mom is better than yours because she cooked and cleaned. And... Nice, man. <laughs> so that reminded me of that, which is hilarious. Oh, that's sweet. You brought that up on the show before. I have? <laughs> yeah. Oh, great. Anyway, I think so. Anyway, <laughs> nice. man. So, um, okay, so so I have a whole bunch of stuff. Of what did I learn? You and me both. Let's, let's do so, it. So I learned that Japanese dildos wear dresses. Oh, I was going to say, I learned a great new way to hide a dildo in plain <laughs> yeah, sight. Dresses a geisha doll. A giant, baby wooden uh, <laughs> dildo. It was awesome. <laughs> Uh, a vagina is a perfect place to hide a gun. Sure. We knew that. <laughs> oh, dude, then, dude, are you kidding me? Is that what you I have one that says stomach manginas are a great way to tote small <laughs> items like guns, videotapes, cell phones, or anything like that. <laughs> oh, dude. That's a better way to say it. That's more funny. Uh, and then I have, uh, finally, a dude with vagina dentata. No, oh, nice. That was pretty awesome. Excellent. Um, and James Woods ain't no Indiana Jones. He was a whip pussy. Did oh, you see him oh, trying yeah. to whip that? That was just ridiculous. Did you ever see the Indiana Jones where uh, where freaking he's that whip to uh, to have fun with short round? That was sick. Oh, that is sick, <laughs> dude. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, who would have known that the bad guy was made out of sweet and sour chicken? <laughs> that is... <laughs> Man, I'm, I'm hungry. Yeah. That's for sure, <laughs> Uh, listen, I learned that if yeah. I ever decide that my two nipples aren't enough for me, I learned how to make a new nipple. Well, oh, a, yeah. a nice cigarette burn. Because that they was, end up looking was... exactly like nipples. Yeah, dude. That was pretty amazing. Yeah. You could probably milk that thing. Sick. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, what, uh, listen, oh, I, I only rarely do I do I milk my nipples now to the point where they're sore. So I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look, dang it. Anyhow, what you got next? All right, so my kick to the balls goes to Harlan for calling Max Patron all the time. Yeah, what was what that? F- I don't even know what that means. Patron? I, I always thought it was like Cabron, but I don't really even know what that means, so I hope it doesn't sure mean like Patron something Patron means like, I don't even know what it means, but he called him that every time. He it was did. obnoxious. He did. he did. So he gets a kick to the balls for that. Um, who else said that? It's it's soft, too soft. I'm looking for something that will break through, something tough. And that's a vagina with a hymen identity crisis. Or Sam interviewing applicants for his new demolition company where they use their own dicks for destroying. <laughs> so you had that one yeah. too? That's awesome. All right, let's see. Uh, you forgive me if I don't stick around to watch. I just don't cope with freaky stuff. Mm-hmm. That's my coworkers when we go in the restroom at the same time. Nice, nice, you know? dude. Uh, let's see. I want you to uncover what's in my bed and take pictures. Don't be shy. 
that's a that's a guy with loose bowels who is worried his shit is actually Bigfoot. <laughs> weird, dude. Yeah, it's so crazy how that happens. That is weird. Uh, and then uh, the last one is long live the new flesh. And that's uh, at an orientation for newly transgendered patients. Nice. Or John Wayne Bobbitt after he had his dick reattached. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I got there. Nice, dude. Uh, let's see. And then my six degrees is James Woods was in The Virgin Suicides with Kirsten Dunst. He was in Spider-Man with Bruce Campbell. Quick. Yeah. <laughs> um, besides James Woods being so weird looking in this movie, my kick uh-huh. in the ball goes to whomever was handing out stomach manginas and didn't bother <laughs> to give me one. <laughs> Wouldn't she just bang that thing all the time? Oh my gosh! I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I may be, I may be a little bit, uh, saying a little bit too much here, but yeah. uh, I think it would fit perfectly if you know what I mean. I hear you. I wish. I what? definitely hear you. Yeah. I may have a, I may have a, a new surgery to shoot for. Just kidding. <laughs> nice. Uh, who else said that? Thirteen with a possibility of six more if sales go well. That was Sam's sales contest at work, where extra penis length was a reward. <laughs> nice dude <laughs> oh man we crave stimulation for its own sake we gorge ourselves on it that was an army of rogue clitorati explaining why they're rebelling <laughs> that's fantastic <laughs> I live in a highly excited state of overstimulation that was oh, Anthony God. Weiner's cell phone <laughs> Oh, that is good. That is good. That uh, that is okay. You're gonna have to work with me on this next one because right. I haven't ironed out all the wrinkles of it. But there was a line that said, "I believe that the growth in my head, this head, this one right there, I think that it's not really a tumor, not an uncontrolled, undirected little bubbling pot of flesh, but that it is in fact a new organ, a new part of the brain." That was the first man, a caveman, when his wife was accusing him of only thinking when, with his dick, when in fact he actually grew a whole new penis in his head. <laughs> Thus, it has been that way ever since for all males. Dude, that is, what a good explanation of what was going on. Yes. Oh, that is awesome. Oh, nice, We, had some, we had some good thoughts going into those tonight. On, and our, well, I'm not even done, dude. I got oh, one more. Oh, my gosh. Better, right. better on TV than on the streets. Uh, that's my justification to my wife as to why I've been working on my penis puppetry videos. <laughs> so that's that's so true. There, so yeah, that's that's all I got. I can make an umbrella. Just kidding. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say it involves a lot of stretching. Nice, dude. That's really uh, gross. Uh, certain hoods. <laughs> just kidding. I think I think we all got it. But thanks for the extra clarification. <laughs> <laughs> I freaking love it. That's so awesome, man. That was quality. We had quality additional. Well, this tonight. one freaking this one just was like 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 Cronenberg is made for the slab. This oh, movie yeah. was made made for for uh, <laughs> who else said that? You know, I do have an extra one. You do? I, well, it's well, not. It, it's something brand. It's not nothing. It's not like a unique ID, but but uh, there's one great thing about you know in my final thoughts about this movie. Uh-huh. Um, here, here's kind of what I thought about buying pins to poke Deborah Harry with $5 buying a console TV from the local Goodwill so that you can see a penis gun pointing at you $20 <laughs> getting the satellite cable so you can watch snuff shows on your TV $100 a month but catching some dude's arm in your stomach mangina and totally turning it into a bloody stub priceless <laughs> <laughs> that is good oh my gosh that is awesome oh, it's... this stuff seriously is seriously made well, for us you know what's so funny too is you know cronenberg is notorious for mm-hmm. his body horror and his uber disturbing stuff i actually i watched this years and years ago and mm-hmm. i remember it being a heck of a lot more disturbing than it is i guess now that we've seen you know, even other Cronenberg movies like Crash and you yeah, know, and something else. This this seemed a little bit tamer. Is, I mean, than than a lot of things. But I mean, it still had a lot of good stuff and a lot of weird ideas that were just out there. Oh yeah, you know. Oh oh, absolutely. Yeah, but like you said, I mean, we've seen some really, really over the top stuff, and that, I think that goes to show kind of our point too. I mean, you're seeing people really unleash some some thinking, and with the technology that we have, you're able to do it a little more. Right. So where you're having to go, you know, when the gun was going in his arm and stuff like that, 
and you've got the uh, <clears throat> you got the mangina going on. I mean, those were those were you know practical effects. That's right. pretty tough to do. So anyway, uh, yeah. So what do you give this thing? Um, you know, I I would give it a buy. Now, there I. I Unfortunately, I don't. I, my memory, uh, it, I don't know if it's just because a relative thing where my memory had it higher than than it turned out to be at this mm-hmm. moment in my life, mm-hmm. or whatever, you know. Right. But you know, I mean, I really enjoyed it. I think that, uh, I mean, it's a Cronenberg. If you like Cronenberg, yeah. I really think you're going to like it. You know, uh, if you don't like him, you it's still a good movie, well put together. It's just you know disturbing and weird. Yeah, and I'd give it a buy, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think this was one that I, I enjoyed from start to finish. Like I said, I like James Woods. And it really made me think about, you know, he brings up that argument. Didn't really fall one way or the other, I don't think. I no. mean, maybe he kind of did, but it, he just kind of left it up to me as to what I thought about it. And right. I just thought it was good. I thought it was a good movie. Well, one way or another, I, I mean, I don't really – I he may have been tr- really trying to make a political statement, but mm-hmm. I really think that – that he, you know, and, and I do, th- I do think that maybe that he was. I do think that he was. Mm-hmm. However, it set up the story so well, and you know, it it, it just kind of that he did it. He did such a good job in telling that story that it mm-hmm. didn't seem like it was his political thing was heavy handed right. or anything like exactly. that. Exactly. So, so it wasn't it wasn't over the top in your face. It just brought stuff up and then, you know, made points on both sides by. Just kind of going through it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I thought it was well done. Really good. Cool. Awesome, man. Nice. So a death scene here. Death scene here. What'd you do that for? I heard something. Hey, God, Linda May, will you please concentrate on what the hell's going on? I'm not kidding. I heard something. Linda May, that is the oldest trick in the book. Christ, when I go out with you, I'll never understand. cool um you know what i you know what i forgot to do last time too what? i forgot what? to give our phone number out so people right now send us a voice message a voicemail and talk to us about your mangina and how you keep it clean mm-hmm. and uh, and all that stuff 206-339-2730 um make sure to go sign up for the new facebook group email sam and mike at cadaverlab.com actually that's sam at cadaverlab and mike at cadaverlab anyways man is there anything else you got i don't think so man cronenberg we gotta, we gotta think about. Uh, we gotta keep upping the ante for uh, for these. Uh... <laughs> I don't know. We've had a pretty good smattering of a bunch of different stuff. As long as it's freaking weird, I'll guarantee you it's not gonna be Canadian. Whatever it is next. All right, let's make sure we stay away from our our friends in the north. That's sweet, dude. All right, so from the Kid Lab, we'll see you later. <laughs> <laughs>